0: Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast. Where my goal is to help you break out of old paradigms, ask the right questions in your search for a deeper meaning for your life, and help you shift from a spiritual skeptic, where I was, to a free thinker. So let's get started with today's episode. Today, I want to talk about left brain, right brain, because I've made a big deal about helping lead left brainers to a spiritual awakening. And that's kind of how I think what happened with my experience was I was a left brainer, and I am a left brainer, and I went from there to uh, to a spiritual awakening. Now, the actual theory is called left brain, right brain dominance theory. And for all of you eggheads out there, if you'll bear with me here, according to this theory, the left side of the brain is considered to be adept at tasks, which are considered logical, rational, calculating. And by contrast, the right side of the brain is supposed to be best at artistic, uh, creative, and spontaneous tasks. And this all harkens back to a gentleman named Richard Sperry. I'll put all this, uh, all the links to all these things in the show notes. Harkens back to Richard Sperry, and he was a 20th century neuroscientist, and he made ma- numerous contributions to the understanding of the twin halves of the brain. Now, I'll tell you right up front, many of you already know this, there's a lot of discussion about the validity of this theory, but there's no discussion about the fact that the brain's divided into two halves. So there's a right brain and a left brain half. And Sperry conducted, his research was done in 1967, I think is when he published it, but he conducted investigations on split-brain patients many of those who lacked the normal connections between the two halves, and so he was able to see what folks that had the, uh, the right brain operating properly were able to do versus the left brain folks. He also studied a bunch of uh, animal subjects doing the same thing. So what I'm just going to cover here is a very brief synopsis of some of the things that he detailed were important with left brain, right brain. In terms of speech, for example, he revealed that the left side of the brain contains critical modules for producing sentences, but that the right side of the brain retains language capabilities such as understanding the social context of speech, or the social context of those sentences. There's no doubt, however, that uh, science has proven that the right side of the brain controls the left side of our body, and that the left side of the brain controls the right side of our body. So a lot of left-handed people, for example, are often thought to be creative artists, uh, musicians, and uh, my granddaughter, for example, is left, uh, left-handed, and she exhibits amazing creativity. And control of her left-hand side of her body, like with all of us, comes from the right hemisphere of the brain. But in t- terms of some of the differences between the two, so the left hemisphere, for example, is responsible for logical thinking, left brain, whereas the right brain is responsible or focused on intuition. The left brain is focused on analysis, the right hemisphere is focused on nonverbal communication or nonverbal information. Left brain is responsible for language skills, but the right brain is responsible for understanding the spatial orientation of the context of all that left hemisphere controls speech, but the right controls the synthesis or how we put the pieces together. So, and this goes on and on, you know, left brain controls reading and writing, but the right side is responsible for imagination, music ability, creative ability, uh, et cetera, but no doubt again that the left brain controls the right side of the body, right brain controls the left side of the body. So throughout my life, I've always joked about I was a left brain type because the the traits that I've exhibited, personality traits have been things like you know being crazy about keeping schedules and and watches and cl- <laughs> talks, clocks and being being on time and I try to be. Um, but planning things out, you know, I often joke that I'm I'm the only one that reads the instructions to anything we get around the house. My wife always joked with me that uh you know, we get something from IKEA, I would devour the instructions before we tried to put it together. Whereas other people that we know <laughs> would would just try and put this the stupid piece of furniture together it would wind up backwards or inside out or whatever, but uh, they wouldn't read the instructions. And I, I'm I'm the type that would read the instructions for a, a thumb drive. So that kind of behavior that I've exhibited, it has kind of been left-brain behavior. So in terms of being logical and responsible and, and reading and writing and those kind of things, that's been something I, that has appealed to me. Now, there's been some challenges to this particular discussion or this particular thing about the brain. And there's another concept called brain lateral lateralization. Lateralization. And the brain lateralization is basically talks about how everything we do doesn't come from just one side of our brain. So, when you speak, for example, the brain does everything together. The language pieces may come from the left hand side of the brain, but the social context, you know, not the yell fire in a crowded uh, theater, for example, the left part of your brain knows how to do that. The right part of your brain says, hey, stupid, this is probably not something you want to do. So, they work together to come up with how to act in life and how to, how to be a, what your personality is. In short, I think it would be fair to say that there is uh, no consensus among scientists about the left brain, right brain theory. And in fact, I've, I've read some references online where that theory has been debunked, that there's no such thing as a right brain, left brain person. But in my humble experience, and I'm sure in, in the experience for many of you, there are certainly people that exhibit those types of traits or behaviors as part of their personality. So I'm still probably going to refer to folks as left brain people uh, like myself that have a logical background, in the whole project management, military, a very focused kind of orientation, while understanding that a lot of things come from the right brain side. For example, I, I played guitar since I was eight years old. And so I've always loved music. And that, that particular feature, personality feature is supposed to be a right-brained feature. So like all of us, you know, I have different personality traits that come from both the right brain and the left brain side. And this this is where the concept of left brain, right brain dominance comes from. So in the 60s or 70s, someone may have said I was left brain dominant. Yeah, I have traits on both sides, but uh, I'm generally a, a a left brain type person. And I frankly still agree with that just based upon my limited sample study study of one, me, <laughs> but uh, but most of these studies I'm looking at you know deal with thousands of people, and they they conclude that uh, brain lateralization or using your entire brain uh, to do certain things is is what everybody does. And before all your eyes glaze over because mine certainly would have with all this, the whole reason I'm discussing this right is because as a Left brain person, if you will, I always thought the spiritual stuff was nonsense, and I, I didn't want to pay any attention to it. And even, even though I had, I guess, some uh, right brain tendencies in terms of uh, music or whatever, I and, and language, I, I never, uh, I, I never could take the spiritual thing seriously. And now, part of this spiritual awakening that I'm going through, and the whole soul unleash process, is almost a complete flip for me to explore these other areas of life and explore these other areas of consciousness. So that's why I want to spend a few minutes on right brain, left brain. And there's also just two other quick areas about the brain that I want to cover in this particular podcast. Again, which I found fascinating, but related to personality traits. There's also another whole field of study. I, I don't remember what the heck it's called. But anyway, they study the brain structure and how the brain structure relates to personality. So there was a lot of research done. It was in the early 2000s where they studied all these folks and were able to compare their brain. And they looked at the big five, they call it the big five personality traits and that's neur- neuroticism, extroversion, agreeableness, conscientiousness and openness to experience. And those five areas are kind of what everybody, I'll put them in the show notes too, cause I, I couldn't ever remember them. Um, those five areas are, kind of what everybody agrees as the the big five personality traits. And there was a lot of excitement as late as 2017 was the latest paper I found on this, where people agreed that, yes, there is differences where they could look at somebody's brain structure. It has to do with stuff that I wouldn't even pretend to, to talk about or explain on a podcast. But it has to do with the way they could look at the brain and the structure, uh, the way it's formed, and some other uh, brainy things that that yes this person uh would be tend to be more of an extrovert or this person would tend to be more conscientiousness or more or less agreeable. They said they could do that based upon the way the brain looks. So that was kind of cool. But then about 2018, 2019, now there's all these studies where uh Duke University has a study, I'll publish, put that in the show notes too. And Duke's study was like the largest done uh over a thousand people And they concluded there is no relationship between brain structure and personality. So it's kind of like we're back to square one. And I kind of start to believe with all this jazz that, you know, here it is 20, what is it now? 2023? 2023, we believe that there may be no left brain, right brain dominance, and that maybe our brain structure has nothing to do with our personality traits. And pretty much here in the age of science, we still know what the heck's going on with the brain. (laughs) And still trying to figure it out. The second or last thing I want to talk about real quick is this concept of consciousness. And this is a absolutely fascinating area for me because there are two schools of thought. One is that our consciousness, our, our brain, the processes in our brain, the neuros, neurons firing and the chemical processes are what produce our consciousness, and what produces who we are. And that's kind of the physical way of looking at consciousness. And then there's another whole school of thought that basically says that consciousness comes from some other place, some other dimension, and it is implanted in our brain, but it's not caused by our brain function. Two very diametrically opposed schools of thought. I'm not even going to get into it here because I'm reading this book that's about three inches thick uh, done by uh, a bunch of University of Virginia scientists who are looking at this, and the, the conclusion they come to is pretty surprising, but I'll, I'll do that in a different podcast. Basically, those three areas I found uh, very fascinating and related to what we're doing in terms of spiritual awakening. And just a quick review, those three areas are left brain, right brain dominance. Second thing is whether or not brain structure can affect personality traits. And the third thing is whether or not consciousness is a product of brain function or whether it's implanted in the brain. I apologize if your eyes if your eyes glazed over during this podcast, but uh, I'll, I'll put some of these things in the show notes. But for me, it's it's been fascinating and and helpful for me as I make this transition, this leap from being someone who was kind of in my own swim lane and happy and uh, comfortable with my my religion and the way life was going to now where things have just blown up for me in terms of spiritual awakening. And with that, I think I'll end today's podcast. I look forward to uh, to speaking with you and, and being with you again in a future podcast. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Well, that wraps up the show for today. Thank you very much. Hey, if you can do me a favor and hit the subscribe button wherever you download this podcast, that would really help me out. Also help out the show and make sure that you never miss an episode as I uh, release future future episodes. Also, if you get the chance and can leave a review, that would be awesome. Reviews actually help people find the podcast and uh, I respond or I read every review, of course, that I get. But uh, also, if you'd like to reach out to me, it's pretty simple. It's just Mike at MikeNicholas.com. Again, my website, hopefully we'll be up here pretty quick, but Mike at MikeNicholas.com. And again, thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.